0: Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. So,
1: two G's, gadget and gizmos. Two S's, Steve and Simon. So, Mr. Kaplan, where do we begin today?
0: <laughs> if only our surnames were alliterative
1: as well. But there we go. Yes. We can't. Yeah. Have well, one of us. We, we perhaps we should have a, some sort of contest, and one of us could change it by d poll. Yes, I could be uh, Rosie McRoseface, face, for example. Yes, that would be yes. <laughs> In a poll of two people, that would win out exactly. massively.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> it certainly would. <laughs> well, I came across an interesting website this week, mm-hmm. which is called—I suppose it's called La La La, but it's L A L L <laughs> dot A I. Right. It's la La dot La 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 dot A I. Yes. And it is a website that does something very clever, which is you give it any piece of music. Mm-hmm. and it can separate out the
1: vocals and the
0: instrumentation.
1: Good gracious. It's astonishing. Well, that's clever, which presumably quite often was how it was put together in the first place.
0: Yes, indeed. But if you want to sort of sing along to a song... Um, oh. you can well, so take, you well, could you can turn
1: anything into karaoke?
0: Yes. Also, hmm. if you, say, want to play the piano along to, uh, to a song that has a piano part, you yes. can take just the piano out of it that's extraordinary it is absolutely extraordinary
1: Th- that of course being a feature that you would like for everything absolutely, as you do play really, the yeah. keyboards yes i
0: do indeed so i gave it uh a quick try hmm. using the uh intro to this very show that you've just heard yes um, Oh, shall we have
1: right. a little listen
0: yes and we, yeah, so, um, see what you this, think this one is
1: this is just having the voice okay is it a gadget is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. That's very good. I mean, you can just about hear. You I've got headphones on, it. just about hear it. But certainly, mm. if you were trying to play along, yes it, uh, And I'm sure people around the world have been wanting this I'm very sure new feature, playing along to the gadgets and gizmos theme. So, should we hear it then, just with the the music? We got that as yes. well. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Had a little bit more problem with that, I suppose. It,
0: it did, but it's astonishing because the music was actually very quiet compared to the, the voice. Yes, I mean, announcer. this is
1: to, to be perfectly fair, it's not exactly like a pop song. I mean, the whole aim of the thing is to have a bit of music bed, but for people actually to, to, yes. to hear what the words are. Whereas most songs, I suspect, there's a bit more of a balance. Yes. Well, that's extraordinary. It so is. Give us the, the website URL again
0: l a l a l dot a i. Do we know what la la means? It means La-la. something I clever. I think it's kind of la-la-la is what
1: they're aiming at. Oh, I see. Oh, right. Okay. Hmm. Oh, well, that's fine. Well, I should uh, try that. Give yeah, it a go. You could, you could
0: get a piece of ukulele music and possibly even take the ukulele out of it so you can strum along.
1: Well, I was thinking... You could take a
0: George Formby song yes. and you could play the ukulele while
1: he sings. <laughs> Well, it's bizarre you should say that, because at a recent George Formby Society convention in Blackpool, the person who is most like George Formby in both appearance and playing and singing ability, um, the sound people actually had him playing at the same time as as George. And it was extraordinary. Uh, it was, it was as if you, Formby, you shut your eyes and think they were both on stage. But I can't pay quite as well as that. I'm, mean, But, you know, for any instrumentalist who wants to play along to absolutely yes. to, to songs, absolutely, absolutely superb. Yeah fascinating right well give i, I go. shall go away and give it i shall give it a go yes. you'll be getting a message later saying you remind me of the website l a l a l dot a-a-i <laughs> exactly. la 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 but i'm just trying to remember what the suffix is okay so where do we go
0: from there well if i were to say the name george moore to you what would that mean george form me with a different surname uh, exactly alternatively george moore the trapper came up with moore's law I can't remember Which what Moore's law is. Moore's law, Moore's is. law is that uh, computing power doubles every two years. Oh, right,
1: yes. Hmm. But haven't you already
0: told us that that no longer applies? It no longer applies. So he's turned his attention to other, possibly more pressing matters. He right. has recently calculated that there are now more transistors on this planet than ants.
1: Wow. Wow, indeed. More, presumably, because of the predominance of transistors rather than a dearth of ants. Yes,
0: <laughs> exactly. I think there's, there's just as many ants as there always were, okay. apart from the one I slept on this morning
1: as I was coming up my path. Because, uh, you know, we could go into the thing about why don't you get insects squashed on your windscreen anymore? But those, um, would, those would only rarely be ants because ants don't fly very much. Well, flying ants do. Well, well yes, they do, but only, only, it's only on one day, isn't it?
0: Yes, if I think of flies. Anyway, uh, let's leave the entomology yeah, to the yes. entomology. So
1: is there anything useful to be derived from this? No, but it's quite a shocking statistic, though, don't you think? Well, we don't know how many ants there are, of course. Lots, at least. Possibly uh, oh, even lots, more than that. to use the scientific <laughs> exactly, scientific <laughs> <of> term, lots. <laughs> yeah, OK. Well, yeah, he must, that, have, he that, must yeah. have worked that out.
0: He did work that out uh, with, with the aid of uh, a world-class entomologist who knows exactly how many ants. I say uh, exactly, exactly. You
1: Yes, I was going to say. By the time he's finished counting, you think there would be a few more ants? That's that to start might, all over again. It's yeah. <laughs> like painting the fourth <laughs> bridge. It absolutely right. would. So, well, we haven't had one of these. So let's have one of these.
0: Right. And from ants to monkeys, or rather specifically, monkeypox. Now, Mm -hmm. there are two issues with uh, the name monkeypox. Uh, One is that it's seen by many as being racist. And also because it actually doesn't come from monkeys at all. It's just that the infection was first catalogued um, in Mm. research monkeys in a lab somewhere. Right. So it was called monkeypox but it's nothing to do with monkeys so uh the who the world health organization mm-hmm. um have asked the public for names or to replace monkeypox um uh, obviously oh, i, I think already, i can guess what's where we're going someone yeah. has already suggested poxy McPox, they <laughs> have said they won't accept any ridiculous names but if you want to have your chance to name your own disease go to who.int and if you sift through their website you'll be able to find where you can suggest your own name for what was hitherto called monkeypox
1: can i tell you an anecdote about uh, who so my dad who was a who was a scientist, no not at all my dad who was a scientist and and not terribly worldly um, was round at their next door neighbours and they were talking about how their daughter was at school with the drummer of the who my father didn't respond to this but obviously was cogitating for a while because about five minutes later apropos of nothing they were then discussing he said look i'm sorry you're gonna have to explain why does the world health organization need drummers Uh, and it wasn't a joke (laughs) was just my dad i'm afraid anyway let us move on let us move on uh so you have a headache
0: uh, and you take um, an aspirin or a paracetamol or an ibuprofen or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever is your uh, your medication of choice. Yes. Um, and you get a glass of water and you knock it back. Is that the best way to do it? No, it isn't. Oh. According to some researchers at Johns Hopkins University, uh, because your stomach is asymmetric, you absorb pain medication or anything that you swallow much quicker if you're lying on your right side oh it's 2.3 times faster than if you're standing up so in other words if it would take 23 minutes to dissolve in your stomach while you're standing up it would take only 10 minutes if you're lying on your right side if you were lying on your left side it would take a hundred minutes that's utterly bizarre it is utterly bizarre but absolutely worth remembering next time you take any pain medication lie down on your right side and the pain will go away that much quicker
1: but if you can't remember which side better to stay standing because if you get the wrong side is much much worse four times well, slower you can
0: just remember right is right
1: okay you can't remember that well i don't know i at the moment i don't actually need any pain medication so it could well, be a while you, before I do. But You yes. could always
0: have a, a, a drawing of your stomach pinned up over your bed so you can see which <laughs> way to lie down. Yes, that's
1: true. Well, that yeah. is, I must say, that is extraordinary. You'd think it they is, would have worked it? that one out by now. Well, it is surprising. Do you, They've only do, you think, out. do you think that packs of pain medication are now going to actually tell us this? I bet they don't.
0: I bet they don't, but they certainly should.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Well, I I the pharmacist will be saying, how do you take this? Well, go and lie on your right side. Yeah. Take it then with also. Nobody's going to believe them. No, they're not. <laughs> but uh, will, will people believe but, us? Well, well, I don't know. I have say heard it on gadgets and gizmos. Of course, they will believe it. What? What else do you have for us then that we're not going to believe, um, or well, you indeed might, believe? You might or
0: might not believe this one. This is uh, it's a new submarine, and it's called oh. the Kronos. Is it yellow? Um, it is not yellow. It's black. Mm, well, It's a quite tra- a sexy black, and it's shaped oh, like okay. a manta ray. It looks absolutely oh. gorgeous. Why? Um, and the well, the wings fold up so it can be transported on the back of a trailer. Right, nine meters long. Mm. Um, it takes up to ten passengers plus a driver. And the really interesting thing about it is, driver, it you, you you enough, you call
1: somebody who pilots a submarine a driver? Do you? Apparently, they call drivers. Really. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. You could call them
0: skipper when you talk to them face-to-face.
1: If I met a chap in a pub and I said, what do you do? And he said, I'm a submarine driver. I would be sceptical. It doesn't sound sound the right term at all. Okay.
0: Um, Anyway, they can go up to 50 miles an hour on the surface and up to 31 miles an hour underwater, which is incredibly fast for any kind of seagoing vessel.
1: Well, if the same chap in the pub told me that... And that the wings folded up for transport, and it was like a, 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 a manta ray. I'm not sure I believe any of it. I'd have to have another drink, and then of course I get a headache, and then I have to lie on my right side taking painkillers. Or was it the left side? No, it was the right side. It right is right side. or something. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's extraordinary. It I, is extraordinary. I'm impressed.
0: Well, this is uh, the brainchild of a company called Highland Systems, who you'd think what a perfect Scottish name, but they're not Scottish. They're actually Ukrainian. Or rather, they were Ukrainian, and they're now based in the United Arab Emirates and the UK. Mm. So they're working their way through the U's. You know when you have to <laughs> fill in an online form, yes. and you've got to put it... And it always comes out to Ukraine before United Kingdom. Yes. yes.
1: Um,
0: and then United Arab Emirates comes in there as well. So I don't know what they're going to go to next. Uruguay, maybe? Uzbekistan? I Who don't knows? Know. Well
1: they might not have to move
0: they might not have to move maybe they found their spiritual home already
1: but they've got out of you it's about halfway so why don't we take a brief pause we'll Less. be back in a moment
0: sharing ideas about money this is share radio
1: This is Simon Rose. You're listening to Gadgets and Gizmos, where I'm in conversation with Steve Ka- Well, I say conversation. I just occasionally sort of kibbutz to uh, <laughs> use the Yiddish term. Steve Kaplan is the one who knows everything. I'm just down I doubtful.
0: know that there is a new Bugatti just oh. being produced. It's the Bugatti W16 Mistral. And it's their roadster. It's their open-top uh, car. Uh, and it is a 1,600-horsepower car, which is a, a, a lot of horses. You can imagine 1600 horses. Pulling, mm. this, uh, pulling the thing along, and it's the last engine, last car they will ever make using the W16 engine. So, their final internal combustion engine car before they go electric, I suppose. Mm. And it looks absolutely gorgeous, almost as gorgeous as the Chronos submarine. Not quite, but it does go rather faster, both on land, well on land, but probably less far, <laughs> as than it's underwater. water. Yes, now, so not adapted for James Bond. Uh, you're very keen to get your hands on one of these, but I'm afraid there's two pieces of bad news. The first is they cost 5 million euros each. Right. The second is that they've sold out. They had a run of just 99, and they have pre-sold all of them. So you
1: can't have one. You can't have one. They will then just sneak a few more out. You'd think. You'd think. But I'm assuming it's not going to cost everything? them 5 million euros to make every one.
0: No, but but even it cost quite a lot, or they wouldn't sell them five million mm. euros. It's a lot for a car. Mm. Yeah, even even if it's what's that, four and four and a bit million pounds, four and quite a big bit million yes. pounds. Yes, yes. Yeah. But um, that's uh, still a lot, a lot for a car.
1: It a very pretty car, though it well, is. I shall try to hide my disappointment.
0: Well, you could instead get yourself an a electric unicycle.
1: Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, you laugh, okay. but we
0: first featured electric unicycles on this very show back in 2017,
1: show 120. You see, and- no, I, don't, I don't remember that because I remember going on the tube and they said, you can't have e-scooters or e-unicycles. And I sent you a photograph of this saying, oh, who's got a e-unicycle? Having forgotten that we'd covered it.
0: That I, have, I think somewhere there was footage of you riding one around the share radio office.
1: Oh gosh, that that counts as oh I see. Yes. Okay, somehow yes, I suppose somehow I sort of assumed there were sort of pedals like the old-fashioned unicycles. Yes, how could I you have that? pedals on a unicycle? Well, well I now, mean, no, no, yeah. no, you don't. Yes, well, they used to. They were sort of circus Well, it doesn't have pedals.
0: Doesn't have a seat. You sort of grip oh, it between yes, your yes.
1: between your calves. I now
0: recall. It's um. This is called the in motion v13 challenger hmm. um why is it called the challenger because as well as having a 124 mile range hmm. um it goes up to 87 miles an hour what exactly
1: I, what? I can actually remember just how scary it was riding one that was doing what about four miles an hour perhaps yes. around the share radio offices yeah. i don't think i'd want to be at 87 miles an hour when i feel the need to stop
0: no, exactly. It's
1: uh, absolutely terrifying. I'm I, presumably I, completely illegal on a British road. I think probably completely illegal everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And we now know you can't take them on the tube. No, you can't take them on Brooks of Right, 87 miles an hour. would <laughs> you Oh, you before the tube got there. You yes. wouldn't need to take it on the tube at that speed.
0: So well, it's it made by this made. company in motion. And um, if you go to inmotionworld.com, which is their website, hmm. um, there's no mention of it, which is curious, I think. Well, they did put out a press release saying they were going to make it, but there's a website called e riders with in Australia. I won't repeat that because you're not going to go there anyway. Yeah. Uh, and they are offering it um, for pre order at the knockdown price of 5.7 thousand australian dollars which is um, some way under three and a half thousand pounds so quite a lot but it does go 87 miles an hour but then you'll only get to ride it once so
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes, who cares how much it costs and your and your relatives can then presumably sell the remains to help pay for the funeral exactly exactly so if that's too i know if that's just too fast for you
0: um, I think you might be interested by our crowdfunding
1: oh, time. Oh, you'll get really slowly now, aren't you? In the hope that I can find I the fanfare. Here we go.
0: And it's the flock light. The flock light being a rear bicycle light. Right. Well, rear bicycle lights, every bicycle has them, well, should have them uh, after dark. Mm. But uh, other road users, all they can see is a light perhaps flashing somewhere in front of them and they don't necessarily know what that light is connected to because if there's no street lights all they can see is a flashing red light well the flock light has not one not two but three lights one of which is the standard brake light that points backwards and optionally flashes the other two shine down your legs The idea is that people following you behind can see your legs going up and down, and they realize that it's therefore a bicycle.
1: That actually sounds moderately sensible. It
0: sounds moderately sensible, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, Yes. It has lots of extra gizmos. It's got a flight time gauge, which shows how much time you've got left on your battery.
1: Flight time gauge, yes. Flight time,
0: exactly. Uh, It's got a one-handed grip release, so you can just take it off while you're holding your bike with the other hand. Mm. Uh, it's got four different modes um, with including a daytime mode and a group mode so if you're going in a group of people and you've all got one of these then if you're near the front of the group you can dim the light so it doesn't dazzle the riders behind you Quite clever. sounds really. very clever mm. um, 108 australian dollars it's australian again just like well, say yes vehicle. this
1: this from the nation that gave you the 87 mile an hour Electric motorcycle. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it works
0: out about £64, which is quite a lot for a brake light since you can get them from Amazon for about £3.50.
1: But. And somebody does... like you, of course, could just put his ordinary rear light on and get a couple of LEDs pointing at his legs.
0: Which would frankly be a much simpler way of doing it, wouldn't it?
1: Yes. 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 I'm sure you could knock up a sort of bracket for all that in no time at all. In no time at all. I will give it you You wouldn't, though, have your flight time gauge.
0: No, and a flight time gauge is a very good idea because many times I've been out or about to go out and <laughs> I've been on my um uh bicycle and yes. I put my light on only to find that my light is uh not functioning because the batteries are run down and need charging. Yes, yeah, so
1: most of them don't seem to tell you if they're charged or or not. I tend to have to charge them all the time and then put them back in my you know um, bike bag. Knowing that they'll then work next time if you don't leave it too many years before you need them again. But yeah, I've realised it it is a perennial problem for cyclists. But what next? Well, let us move on to um,
0: the sound of a black hole. This is something that NASA uh, have recorded. It's a black hole in the Perseus Gallery. The Perseus Gallery being 240 million light years away which I suppose means that this is the sound of the black hole made at least 240 million years ago.
1: Yes. Let's have but a it, listen. But hang on, but sound travels more slowly than light. Uh, well, OK, the sound from something 240 million years away doesn't
0: actually ever reach us. Oh, but they right. found a clever way of capturing it. Have they?
1: Well, let us see. Let us see what it sounds like. I'm just saying, if you were in a spaceship about to be swallowed up by a black hole, this would make it even creepier.
0: It really would. It sounds like whales, doesn't it? I don't mean... I don't mean the I, is the nation, though, no, I whales. know you don't mean I that. I mean, the no, other it, way. Is, yes. it sounds like... Um, although maybe whales... Maybe the Nails nation sounds like that. I don't know. I haven't been for some time. Um, um, but it's... Um, so maybe there are space whales. Or there were, 240 million years ago. The obvious
1: question is, how on earth do they have the slightest idea? What it sounds like. That's a very good question. And it's in space, where there's no sand anyway. Okay.
0: I could see there are a few issues with this story. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should <laughs> dig into it a little deeper. It's
1: a good, it's a good noise, though. <laughs> it's a good noise. And because it's NASA, we just have to believe what they're telling us. We believe everything that NASA tells us.
0: Yes.
1: But I guess as we have noise from pulsar stars. Maybe we do get noise from blood holes. I'm sure they wouldn't. They wouldn't have made this up. Although it
0: does sound like the What, what the new Doctor Who's TARDIS could, uh, <laughs> yes, could, yes, could give us Yes, yes, yes.
1: If we speed that up, that would be almost exactly yeah. what it sounded like. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Well, I haven't got the Doctor Who themed music to play here, so let's diddly go done, on to diddly something diddly else. diddly, yes.
0: diddly, diddly, done, diddly Yeah, done, diddly who needs that, Victoria way?
1: Derbyshire when you've exactly. got you?
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, on to under uh, hospitals. Mm. Just in case your pain relief pills don't work <laughs> yes. and you have caught an arty dose of Poxy McPox, or whatever <laughs> yes. it, it may end up yes. being called. Yes.
1: Um,
0: apparently, NHS nurses spend at least half their time filling in paperwork, writing mm. down what's wrong with their patients, yes. how they've yes, treated yes, them yes. and what the recommendations are and so on. Well, there's a trial that's taking place in North Lincolnshire for NHS nurses to be wearing VR goggles. Uh, the purpose being... Uh, so that the details of the consultation could be directly transcribed, by which I assume they mean voice recognition, which is a pretty scary thing, actually, to happen in a hospital. Because it has to be clever enough
1: only to transcribe, so it doesn't want to know how you are today, Mr Jones. It just wants to take the medical uh, details. But I suppose it transcribes
0: the whole thing, but since um, medications have very complex names... Uh, many of which are similar to each other, you'd really want to be sure that they're writing the right thing down. Yeah.
1: Yes, there was a wonderful sketch in a, a Michael Frayne comedy on Radio 4 in which people sat around trying to come up with the names for different um, drugs, which I think was quite very funny. It came out yes. with all the sort of um, sounds that tend to be in all the modern drugs, because they yes. do, as you say, sound pretty much alike, and you wouldn't yeah. want to get it wrong. No, and even they... many people might not even know how to pronounce them, because it does not come with pronunciation on the box.
0: No, it doesn't. So how do you know what to ask for when you go to the chemist? Yes, yeah. exactly. You have your prescription, I suppose, and they had to try and... Maybe that's why they have such unpronounceable names, because of the illegible handwriting that doctors use. So the poor yes. chemist has tried to interpret <laughs> this handwriting and throws together any sort of bunch of consonants and vowels at random and says, here you go, that's will do yes. a tell- On your right side yes. while you yes. take it.
1: You can't have it in. that's where the AI should be going, doctor's prescriptions. Almost Except, of course it's yes. mostly done online now, isn't it? It is done online. Do you
0: think they have a special hard-to-read font that doctors
1: <laughs> <Yeah. can> use? <laughs> yes, that would not be brilliant. Doctor's font. If it existed, you would have found it. Steve, oh, thank exactly. you very much indeed. That's it for Gadgets and Gizmos for this week. We will be back with you more at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's
0: Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.